Pastor Chooks Obina Ogoye. Pastor Chooks is the lead pastor of Resurrection Life Church in Johannesburg. He is a passionate teacher and preacher of the Word of God and has been blessed by God with the uncanny ability and gift to explain and unpack deep and complex spiritual truths in very easy to understand and apply formats. Pastor Chooks has been involved and active in marketplace ministries. He's an entrepreneur and business consultant with an avid passion for raising other entrepreneurs and business leaders. He has taught and facilitated many leadership and entrepreneurship courses and seminars. He is the host of broadcast programs on Facebook, YouTube, and several podcast channels. Living the Life with Pastor Chooks, the amazing power of woman. Thank God, it's Friday. Good evening. Welcome to another edition of our Bible study, our online masterclass, uh, Understanding the Goodness of God. Tonight is episode 169, and we have been on the mini-series, The Goodness of God Keeps His Hands Open Towards Us, and tonight will be part number eight, part eight. We have shared seven teachings already regarding the hand of God open towards his creation, towards his people. We are talking about provision. We are talking about provision as it relates to the goodness of God. And uh, we've said a number of things. If you have uh, not been part of the teaching series and you've not you know, listened to any of them, please go to our YouTube channel and find episode 1, I think 162, you know, and, and you know, come all the way to 169. You, you will be blessed. You will be very, very blessed. Uh, we've been sharing on provision and the hand of God. All right. Um, one of the things that we, we said uh, yesterday, I'm going to continue from you know where I left off yesterday, is that there is a cycle of harmony, a cycle of supply and harmony that is supposed to run. The Bible says that God opens his hands and all of his creation are given their food in due season. When he opens it and they are given their food in due season, there is a season to supply. So that speaks, seasons speak of cycles. When, when you speak of seasons, there is cycles, it, it returns. Life is about cycles, you see. Um, uh, there the, are the cycles of nature, you know, there are cycles in our body. There, things work in cycles. The same thing with supernatural provision, it works in cycles. Now, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put something on the table today. Uh, we, we saw that Adam was living in that cycle in the garden. There was harmony. You know, he had what he needed when he needed it until, you know, they, they believed a lie about the nature of God and they sinned against God. They ate the fruit they were not supposed to eat because they believed that the enemy told them that God was keeping something away from them. God was not good. God was devious. God was dubious. God and they doubted to deceive them. And that deception caused them to miss, miss their cycle. The cycle got disrupted, actually. They were sent out of Eden. And the Bible says, you know, that they started struggling. Sweat was now part of their lifestyle to be able to find food to eat. They had to sweat. The land was no longer yielding. The land was supposed to yield for them regularly. The land was supposed to yield 
whenever they you know called upon the land but now the land is not yielding you know things were not working the way supposed harmony was lost everything became chaotic that is that is um, what happened in the garden of eden so so adam lost that rhythm and since from the garden until jesus came you know uh, the the cycle of harmony and supply it was, it was no longer smooth you know, it's disrupted, it's disruptive. One of the things that God tried to, to do in the Old Testament, you know, for his people, he said, if you obey my words, if you follow my commandments, follow my teachings, obey the instructions I give to you, I will send rain in each season and things will work back. So, so God has been on the quest to restore the cycle of harmony and supply. And when Jesus came, when Jesus came, he restored that cycle. So, so Jesus brought harmony back. Hallelujah. Jesus brought harmony back. The cycle of harmony and supply has been restored by Jesus. And I'm going to show you now. So, so what created the, the, the misalignment and the, and the disruption, that's the word, the disruption of the cycle of supply and harmony was the lie that Adam and his wife believed about the nature of God. Once they, once they lost the true picture of God, they, they lost the rhythm of the supply. It became disrupted. It became wobbly. It was no longer a smooth cycle. Things were no longer working the way they're supposed to work. All right? And so what it means is that when we take sin out of man, and we take sin out of his spirit and out of his soul. It, it, taking sin out of his spirit is salvation, all right? Taking sin out of his soul is the renewal of the mind. We, we, when man's mind begins to be renewed according to the goodness of God, and, and man is aligned in his mind to God, his thinking aligns with God. And, and the oneness with God is restored. When oneness with God is restored, the cycles of supply and harmony automatically kicks in back. So, so, so it, it requires my mind to come back to harmony with God. And then I am locked in back into the cycle of supply and harmony. That cycle where, you know, things come when they are supposed to come, things come when they are supposed to come, and, you know, our needs are met, and life works like a system. Because that's how God designed things. Look at, look at the, the planets. Look at the solar system. There's a cycle. There's a system. That's what it's called, a solar system. There's a system, you know, the, 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 our planet revolves around the sun 365.25 days, and that makes a year. That makes a complete revolution. And then you see the earth also rotating on its axis. And it takes 24 hours. And, or, and we make one day. This are, that's where God designed things. So si supply is supposed to also follow that cycle. The Bible talks about the tree that brings forth its fruit in its season. You know, uh, uh, when droughts come, when whatever uh, heat comes, it doesn't understand it because it keeps its rhythm. Why? Because it's locked into God. It's locked into God. God wants you to lock into him so that your rhythm of supply is restored and your life can just be smooth. That's what God wants.
for every one of us. See, in the in the uh, uh, in the Old Testament, okay, before the before the law was given, when the children of Israel left Egypt on their way to the Promised Land, God promised them to take to take them to a land that flows with milk and honey. Flow, flow. The word is flow. So flow speaks of a supply. A supply cycle. That's what it was. So the, uh, 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 the promised land was supposed to be a place where there was order and where there was a supply cycle. Things you plant, you reap, you plant, you reap, and you know, you are, your needs are met. That's how, that was, you know, the intention of God for the people. But the original bunch of people who left Egypt, the picture, the wrong picture, of God that they carried will not allow them to go into the promised land to meet a cycle, an orderly system of supply, an orderly system of supply and the meeting of the needs of the people of God. So God had to get allow those people to die off in the wilderness and raise their children who were of a different mindset to go into the, the, the promised land and enjoy an undisrupted supply. That's how God wants his people. Can I tell you something tonight? God wants you to have a supply, a, a, a cycle of supply and harmony that is undestructible. Hallelujah. That is undestructible. And that it comes as we lock into God. That comes as our spirit locks into God in salvation and then our soul locks into God in mind renewal. The more we lock into God, the more we come into a supply cycle that is indestructible. Nothing disrupted. Droughts on earth don't disrupt it. Droughts, you know, uh, hard times on earth don't disrupt it. The Bible talks about, it says, you know, he, he will not see heat when he comes. You see, so, so, so the, it is possible to have a supply cycle that is indestructible or indisruptible, indisruptible. You can't disrupt it. Uh, and God wants us to connect to that economy of heaven where our needs are met and supply comes, it doesn't matter what is happening in the world system, we live above the world system. We live above the supply systems of the world. We are not living according to the natural uh, sequence of things. No, 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 no. We are now living according to a, a heavenly uh, rhythm, a heavenly cadence. Uh, and, and we are just going by that rhythm. That's where God wants every one of us to go. And the key to plugging into that he heavenly rhythm of supply, of harmony, is to renew your mind according to the message of the goodness of God. The more you believe the goodness of God, the more you are restored to harmony. And the cycle of supply and, and harmony begins to roll in your life. God wants you to roll in a place where day and night, <laughs> day and night. So this supply cycle we're talking about, you see, I, also, I, I, I observed that you know, not only that God wants you to have that supply cycle returned and restored where it's running smoothly, but he also wants it to be more frequent. So he wants it to, you know, speed more frequently so that your supply is no longer coming once a month. <laughs> your supply is coming day and night. So there's a, there's a 12 hours in the day, there's a 12 hours in the night, supply is coming day and night, day and night, day and night. Somebody say hallelujah. This is what God desires, that we are having supply day and night. But let me, let me show you something from, from Romans chapter 5 verse 6. Jesus has paid the price for that to be restored to you. 
Let me say it again. Jesus had paid the price for that to be restored to you. Your part right now is to believe the word. Renew your mind. Meditate on the goodness of God until every doubt of every doubt around the goodness of God, every doubt around the character of God is wiped out completely. And what is now there is a, it's a, 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 an adoration. Faith in the goodness of God that leads to adoration and expectation. And when that comes in, you're going to see even life around you change. And supply begins to come. Let me tell you something. The Bible says it's not the will of God that any man perish. But that all men, all men, all men be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Why? Why does God desire that all men be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth? When we are saved, that is salvation of the soul. Coming to knowledge of the truth, when we are saved, that's salvation of the spirit. Coming to knowledge of the truth is salvation of the soul. When the two are in, are in place, the, soul, the spirit is saved and the soul is renewed by the word of God. What happens is we put in cycle, we restore the earth to the natural cycle that God designed for it to function. Hallelujah. So, so the earth is coming back into alignment. All the disruptions, all the supply line and supply cycle disruptions are being restored as we come into the knowledge of the goodness of God. As we begin to believe the word of God, the people of God, we, we begin to take authority over nature, take authority over droughts and, and the, these things that disrupt the cycle of supply. Uh, famines, we, 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 we begin to take authority over them and restore the earth. And the cycle of supply is restored. But it starts with you as a person. You, you, can, you can lock into the supply cycle from heaven that it doesn't matter what's happening on the earth, you're on top of it. You're on top of it. This is what God desires. That's why he, he says he doesn't want any man to perish. He wants all, almost 8 billion people on the planet to come into a rhythm of supply and harmony. A rhythm, a cycle of supply and harmony. And everybody's life becomes harmonious. That's what Jesus died for. Remember in John 10, 10, he said, I came that you may have life and you may have life, what? More abundantly. So it's not that you have life once a year. You have it more abundantly. Many have it twice, twice in a day. A supply twice in a day and night. 24 hours. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. This is what God desires for you and for me. Look at Romans chapter 5, verse 6. He said, for when we were still without strength, from when we were still without strength. In other words, when we were out of sync. Because for us, when you have strength, strength enables you to walk in divine uh, cycle. So when we are weak, we are misaligned. We are out of tune. We are out of sync. That's what it means. When we were out of sync, when we are misaligned, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. At the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. Jesus died at the right time to set the right time in your life. Let me explain. The death of Jesus manifested in time. But the death of Jesus is an eternal event. It happened before the foundation of the earth. It happened outside of time. And then there was a period 
where it manifested in time. It's been 2,021 years after. All right? That's, that's how we, uh, in 2021, it's been 2,021 years after that death. All right? And resurrection. But understand this. It happened outside of time. So for every one of, listen to this, for every one of the inhabitants of the earth in, in terms of human beings, from every human being that is on the earth, Jesus died at the right time. He died at the right time to set you back into the right timing. So, so because he died outside of time, any one of us can connect with what he has done and set our rhythm back. He died for our rhythm, our cycle of supply to be restored. So you are working according to divine timing, according to divine order, and you are never lacking anything. This is what God wants to do. He wants to create a system that runs. You know, you know the thing about the promised land, the promised land was supposed to be a place of system. God believes in system. You know, I've talked about it this evening. God believes in system. That's why there's winter, there's summer, there's, you know, autumn. There are winter the, the seasons. God believes in systems. That's why the sun, you know, is where it is and everything is revolving around it. So the same way God wants to create systems, systems of supply for me and you. You know, as we renew our mind, we're able to plug into supernatural supply. Let me tell you what it means. Avenues, channels of supply will show forth itself in terms of your business, in terms of the work of your hands, in terms of whatever. But you create a, 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 a lock-in unto God that causes supply now to start manifesting to the extent where it's now happening day and night, day and night. Somebody say, I receive supply that happens day and night, every day. Supply is coming every day. In other words, even while you're sleeping, money is coming. While you're sleeping, supply is coming. But it's a system. But to, to activate that system and get that system working, your mind has to be renewed. The wisdom of God has to lock in on you. You lock into the wisdom of God, lock into the grace of God, and you begin to see the goodness of God that you believe begins to show forth in supply. Hallelujah. So Jesus died to restore the supply cycle. Jesus died to restore the harmony cycle. He, that's what, what, you know, what his death provided for us. He died to restore the, the supply cycle and the harmony cycle so that we all can live in harmony with divine supply where we lack nothing because God has supplied all that we need. Look at, look at Ezekiel chapter 34. Ezekiel 34. Verse 25, Ezekiel 34, 25. He says, I will make a covenant of peace with them. I will make a covenant of peace with them. And cause wild beasts to cease from the land. Wild beasts speak of devourers, predators, that chow resources, that chow life. And so, so these thieves, these, these things that came to steal, to kill, and to destroy, they're wild beasts. God says, when I make a covenant of peace with my people, these wild beasts will cease. I command every wild beast that, that chows your finances to cease in the name of Jesus. I command every wild beast 
that comes to eat up opportunities and channels of supply, I command them to end in the name of Jesus. The key there, he says, I will make a covenant of peace with them. I will make a covenant of peace. In other words, when they lock in with me, the covenant of peace comes by union, <laughs> by understanding of your union with Christ. That's what brings the covenant of peace. Remember that Jesus died that peace and goodwill be restored to men on the earth. So, so when I receive Jesus and then I receive his word of peace into my spirit, what happens? A covenant of peace is initiated and wild beasts that devour resources, that steal time, that eat up uh, uh, opportunities, they, they will be terminated from around your world. That's what the Bible says. They will be terminated from around your world. So, so you, you, need, you need that peace. This is one of the things that the, the message of the goodness of God does is to establish peace inside of you. The Bible says the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. When you come into peace, the effect of peace outside is that demonic opposition and demonic contention are silenced. Ah, yeah, yeah. Are silenced. So God wants to come into a covenant of peace with you. And then he causes wild beasts to seize in the land. And they will dwell safely in the wilderness and sleep in the woods. They will dwell safely. Wilderness is normally a, a harsh place. But the Bible says you will dwell safely in the wilderness, meaning that there will be supply in the wilderness. There will be supply in the wilderness. And then you sleep in the woods. You will be in, in a place of peace and beauty. Look at verse 26. It says, I will make them and the places all around my hill a blessing. I will make them and the places all around my hill a blessing. And I will cause showers to come down in their season. And there shall be showers of blessing. When there is a covenant of peace, there will be showers of blessing. The blessings of God are pouring down like rain, like showers. This is where you want to be. This is where, this is where God wants the church. This is where he wants all human beings. Almost 8 billion of us on the planet. God's plan is that all of us will be in this place. Where there are showers of blessings. There are showers of supply. Day in, day out. Nobody lacks anything good. But for that to happen, we have to believe the word of God. We have to take the word of God deep into our subconscious. And get rid of subconscious belief that God is not good. As long as there is a belief, subconscious belief, that, that is not aligned with the perfect character of God, we, we disrupt the cycle of supply from being restored. Let me say that again. As long as there is an element of disbelief or unbelief in the character of the God we serve, we disrupt the cycle of supply. But God wants the cycle of supply to be restored in our lives. So he wants to make a covenant of peace with you. He wants to make a covenant of peace with you. Peace in your spirit as you receive Christ into your life as your Lord and personal Savior. And then peace in your soul as you allow the word of God begin to wash you. As, as you allow the word of God begin to take root and uproot the wrong beliefs that you have carried. You know, we talked about this thing in a previous 
uh, teaching, cavities. There are wrong beliefs that you've carried and these cavities are empowering the enemy to rob you. Empowering the devil to mess you around. Listen to me. God wants you to have peace. Can I tell you something? Peace is your choice. You can choose to have peace or you can choose to be ruffled. He said, but Pastor, you don't know what I'm going through. How can I have peace? No, you can have peace. You can have peace. And it, because it is when you have peace that Satan is crushed. He said the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. It's when you are working with the God of peace, when you are in, 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 in Kahoot with the, the God of peace, then Satan is crushed. So whatever is disturbing you, don't allow it to steal your peace. Maintain peace and God will take care of whatever it is. You say, you say, Pastor, you don't know the husband I married. The man is so recalcitrant. No, it doesn't matter. All you need to do is be at peace. Don't let his drama create upheavals for you. No, be at peace. Because when you are at peace, you rule. When you are at peace, you rule. The God of peace crushes Satan under your feet. Under your feet. So whatever devils are trying to upset you, to disrupt your, your, your harmony, to disrupt your well-being, all you need to do is say no. And let peace, the peace of God, that passes all understanding. The Bible said, Bible said, do not be anxious about anything. But by prayer and supplication, don't be anxious about anything. Don't be anxious about the hostility that you're getting from your husband. Don't be anxious about the indifference you're getting from your wife or from your boss at work or from your children. No, don't be anxious. Bible said, don't be anxious about anything. But by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, we must what? Make our request known to God. And then look at what follows. It's, and the peace of God that passes all understanding will rule and guard our hearts. Because when the peace of God is ruling and guarding your heart, then the cycles of harmony will be restored and working. When the peace says, but how can I have peace when there's so much, when there's so much lack and so much need in my life? No, the only way to meet the need is not to worry about it. The only way to meet the need is to be at peace. When you are at peace, you activate the cycle of supply and, the, and, supply and, and harmony. That cycle, it takes peace to put that cycle in motion. It's a cycle of peace. It's a cycle of harmony. So it takes peace inside of you. So anything that is making you agitated is making you miss the principle. Yeah. Anything that is making you agitated is making you miss the principle. Because when you are agitated and you are angry and you are anxious and you are sad and you, you, you are out of alignment with peace, it takes peace in your heart to make the cycle of supply to work. So stressing about the bill is actually the wrong thing to do because the more you stress, the more out of work the cycle of supply gets. Oh, I know what I'm talking about from personal experience. Working with God all this while and living by faith. I've lived by faith uh, from 1992 till now. I know what I'm talking about. Internal atmosphere management is a key to provoking supernatural divine supply cycles. Yes, let me say that again. Internal atmosphere management, internal atmosphere, your heart, is the key to activating divine supply cycles. So, when you allow the need in your life to throw you off course, when you allow the need in your life to throw you off course, and you are no longer at peace, the supply will not come. Peace is required to make the supply cycle to roll. Let me say that again. Peace is required 
to make the supply cycle to roll. So you need to be at peace. Yes, I don't have food in the house, but I'm going to be at peace. Yes, the fridge is empty, I'm going to be at peace. Yes, the rent is not paid, I'm going to be at peace. Yes, the bond for the car is not paid, but I'm going to be at peace. Because when you are at peace, you activate divine supply cycle. But the enemy doesn't want you to activate divine. So that's why he keeps on harassing your mind. And if you don't know how to control your internal atmosphere, you will not be able to connect with a cycle of supply. The cycle of supply and, and harmony. That cycle, it takes peace to activate it. So God is promising you showers of blessing. In due season, showers of blessing. And you need to just stay at peace. Look at Matthew chapter 6. You need, you need peace. You need peace. Matthew chapter 6. I'm going to read from verse 31. Therefore, do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? He says, Do not worry about super, uh, uh, provision. Do not worry about provision. Because this, this system we are talking about here, worry does not allow the cycle of provision to roll, to activate. God says, do not worry about what you are going to eat or what you are going to drink or what you are going to wear. God says, don't, don't worry. Stay at peace. For all these things, the Gentiles seek for your heavenly father knows that you need all these things. He knows. And he has made supply cycle available. You need to jump into it. You need to jump into it. It takes peace to jump into it. Look at what he gives as the answer. He said, but, but, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. For the Bible says, for the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So that's what the kingdom of God is. It is righteousness, it is peace, joy. In the, yes, that's the kingdom of God. So when he says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, meaning seek peace. Seek to stay at peace. And all these things shall be added. When you are at peace, the, the supply cycle begins to roll. The supply cycle begins to roll. Harmony begins to roll. And then you, you, you see supernatural miracles. You see, you see stuff start happening. That's why he says, do not worry about these things. Don't worry about what to eat. Worry does not bring the supply. Peace is what brings the supply. And he says, seek ye first, first, first. Seek ye first the kingdom. Seek ye first the kingdom. And all these things shall be added. What does it mean to seek first the kingdom? <laughs> That's a big teaching. But, but one of the things that it means to seek the kingdom is to tr seek it, to see it clearly in your mind's eye. To see the government of God in your life. To see the government of God in your world. That's what it means to seek first the kingdom. See, see the government of God at work in your marriage, in your home. And when you see it with your mind's eye, you, you, you activate it to begin to function. Hallelujah. Okay. God wants us to seek first the kingdom. 
God wants us to put the kingdom first. Invest in the kingdom first. Invest in the kingdom and, and support the kingdom. When you do that, the, and then and you keep peace in your heart, supply cycle begins to activate. That cycle of supply begins to activate and it begins to roll faster. Instead of it coming, you know, four times in a year, it's now coming every day. <laughs> it's now coming every day. That's what God desires for me and you. Look at um, um, Deuteronomy chapter 28. Uh, my time is really rolling. Deuteronomy 28. Uh, okay, no, let me leave Deuteronomy 28. I'll get to it tomorrow. Let, let me share with you Isaiah 49. Uh, let me try and, you know, um, make, make uh, the few minutes I have uh, round up the thoughts. Isaiah 49 verse 23. See, when you, when you activate that supply cycle, that supply cycle, um, and when it's running, let me show you what your life looks like. Isaiah 49, verse 23. He says, kings shall be your father. <laughs> kings speak of people who have authority. Kings shall be your, your foster fathers. And their queens, your nursing mothers. So, so your, your, the, the people who have authority, when you are at peace, they, they adopt you. They become... They, so your, your eyes are not on them. Your eyes are on God. Remember we talked about it yesterday. You can't put your trust in man. But when you put your trust in God and lock in on God, kings become your foster fathers. And, and that's, that, that suggests supply. Because one of the functions of a father, one of the roles of a father is to supply the needs of his members of his family. Is to bring in money. So when kings become your fathers, that means that you are feeding from the king's treasury. You are, you are enjoying from the supply uh, channels of the king. And they are nursing, and they are queens, your nursing mothers. That speaks of giving. A nursing mother gives milk, breast milk, to, to her baby. So, so the, this is talking about supply. This is talking about provision. So kings shall be your foster fathers, and their queens, your nursing mothers. They shall bow down to, to you, Kings are bowing down to you. Wow. If kings are bowing down to you, that means there are resources at your disposal. He says, and lick up the dust of your feet. My goodness. This is this is awesome, awesome, awesome place for a believer to be. When kings are licking the dust of your feet, in other words, they are deferring to your preferences. <laughs> they are deferring to your needs and your wants. They, they do whatever is required to keep you happy. He said, then you will know that I am the Lord. For they shall not be ashamed who wait for me. They shall not be ashamed who wait for me. In other words, those who, who have believed for the cycle of supply to be rolling and you're waiting for the cycle, you will not be put to shame. So he's talking about people who have put the cycle of supply in, a, in motion. Kings serve you. Their queens serve you. They, they, man, they, they, they do whatever you bid. They do your bidding 24-7. That's what happens when you believe. <laughs> when you believe in the goodness of God and, and, and activate the cycle of supply. Kings serve you. Uh, let me give you another one. In Isaiah chapter 60, verse 11, and I'm closing there. Isaiah 60, verse 11. It says, Therefore, your gates shall be open continually, 
They shall not be shut day or night that men may bring to you the wealth of the Gentiles and their kings in procession. Ayah. That men may bring to you the wealth of the nations, the wealth of the Gentiles, day and night, day and night. So, so when you put the, the cycle of supply in, in, in motion, what it does is that you, 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 you are connected to, to heavy supply chains. Gentiles are bringing you silver and gold and your gates are never closed. Continually open day and night. This is where we are going to. This is where we are headed. I, I believe God, as we meditate on these words, as we meditate on these scriptures, as we meditate on this concept, listen to this message over and over again. Let the promises of God regarding supply, the ones that we have read and, and we have taught from in the last episodes, go back to them and, and begin to meditate on them. Medi meditate on them so that this words sink deep in your spirit then you're going to begin to see the supply channels of God open and the supply cycles initiated and activated so that you connect to it. And then you watch what we read in Isaiah 49, 23 start happening to you. What we read in Isaiah 60, verse 11 and 12, they start happening to you. Hallelujah. I'm done for tonight. All right. Can I invite you to um, go to our YouTube channel? Yeah. And go check out all that I have taught. If you just want to narrow and start with the, the teachings of provision, they are there, episode 162, going all the way to tonight, 169. All right? Go, go there and listen. And also, uh, these things are available as audio uh, files and uh, podcasts, rather, uh, on several podcast channels, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, you go there, search for Living the Life with Pastor Chucks, Understanding the Goodness of God series. And you, you know, you have them and you can begin to listen and allow the word of God. God wants to restore the cycle of supply and harmony in your life. God wants to restore it. Sin broke it, but now God wants to restore it so that the riches of the Gentiles shall come to you. God bless you. Let me pray. Father, I pray for everybody tonight who has heard this word. I ask in the name of Jesus that you cause their understanding to enlarge as they meditate on this word, as they, as they ponder on this word, that the spirit of the message will sink deep into their spirit uh, to, the, to the intent that the supply cycles of God are activated over their lives, that they will never lack anything good. God, I thank you. My Father, we give you praise because you have confirmed your word. Somebody who is in their need right now, Lord, we pray for supernatural provision. We pray that you make a way where there seems to be no way. Father, bless them and turn around their situation. We thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right. Good night. God bless you. I will continue tomorrow sharing episode 170. Good night. There comes, there comes a time, a time in, your in your life when you, when need, you a need a change, change an upgrade. upgrade. You need upliftment. You need lasting results. You just want your life to be real. You need your life to be meaningful, deep, full, purposeful, and easy. You're looking for enlargement, amplification, increase, strengthening. You're looking for growth in your life. You want leverage, strategic advantage, gain and favor, ability to influence, clout and strength.
Join us at Resurrection Life Church every Sunday. Visit our website .reslife.org.za for more information. Make this year your year of being real. Embrace rapid enlargement and leverage. It is your time.